Welcome to Chasing Greatness. I'm glad you're with us here on the podcast today. It's been leadership week, I guess you would say here, as we've been thinking through what we call the serve model the last couple of days. Uh, it's The serve model really represents the five, what we believe are the fundamental skills of <clears throat> of leadership and been giving you those day by day. We we talked on day one about seeing the future. It's powerful um, when we, we realize we're not where we want to be and we're able to yet see out of the future. We have a vision for where we want to go. I think about I think about Dr. King who said, "I have a dream." I think about Walt Disney who who <laughs> he wanted to build a theme park and he did that. And and I think about John Kennedy back in the day who said, "Let's put a man on the moon by the end of the." into the decade. I mean, there's all these examples through history where people could see a better future and things have gotten better because of it. It's pretty cool. I hope you've been thinking about your vision this week. And then we, we talked about how our visions become bigger than what we're able to do on our own. We're going to need some help. And so how do we do that? And, and the second layer, the second skill in our model was to engage and develop other people. And we asked the question, who's popping on your team? We like popcorn. Not not all the colonels pop. There's some people on your team that probably are not popping right now, and they're getting so much of your time and drain draining you, and your energy is 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 waning because you're spending so much time with people who are not popping. But you've got some people who are emerging leaders. They're ready to go. What would it look like for you to develop them, spend some time with them? And then and then yesterday we said, if you want something different, you're going to have to do something different. It's about reinventing continuously. Well, there's a, there's a fourth skill here. This is huge for us to understand this. Sometimes we, we, we're in business or we're on a sports team or whatever, and we start focusing on results. And you are in business to get results. You have to have profits. I told somebody just a couple of days ago, we're trying to make a decision in our business. I'm like, we, we've got to think about what's profitable here. We can't you, – you, I mean, you're going to be out of business if you're not profitable. But, but at the same time, you got to value results and relationships. You're in the people business. There's a there's a relational side to your business. Whatever your product is, if you forget that your people, your customers, really own your business. I mean, think about it. If you don't have customers, you don't have a business. There's 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 a huge opportunity here for us to value both results and relationships. Now, this is hard for us because most of us lean one way or the other. Think about it. You which way do you lean? If I ask you that question, which way do you lean? Results. Or do you lean toward relationships? And, and as you think about that, there's a really good chance you lean one way or the other. In fact, over 99%, according to a survey I saw, there's a study done, uh, and they asked thousand, a couple thousand employees to rate their boss on, on these two things, goal focus and social skills. Which way do they lean? And less than 1% said their leader did, did really well in both categories. It was... You know, my boss is 70-30. My boss is 80-20. My boss is 55-45. I mean, but there's a good chance you lean one way or the other. There's very few people that, that lean right down the middle. Now, let's think about here for just a second, these two these two sides. So the results-oriented people, these are these are people who tend to focus on getting things done. I was in a training last week. They were telling me we focus on data. I had, I had a group of results people. We focus on numbers. We focus on what rather than who and how we just we're, we're focused we're going to the top of the mountain we're going to accomplish the vision they, they people that lean on the result side that's the way they think and then we have relationship oriented people and i had the, in in that same room the other side of the room they're like well we focus on people we actually want to have some fun we want to know what makes people tick and and who does what best and how we can work together and we want to all get along we want to go to the top i mean we're good with that 
but we want to be together when we get there. And it was just fascinating to listen to this conversation going on. As you think about your team, who sits around your table, which way do, do the people lean? You, you lean one way. Which way is that? What's your bias? And then when you think about the people around your table, which way does each person lean? Maybe you're frustrated right now because you're a real results person and you've got some people who are relational around your table and they don't see things the way you do or vice versa. I think it's, I think it's huge for us to be able to, to identify who's around our table and who needs to be around our table. Now let's, let's, let's think about just a couple things here uh, that could help us on the results side. If we need to work on that one, <clears throat> I think one of the things that's most important if we want better results is to set clear expectations set clear expectations. We, uh, we want to make sure our, our expectations are defined, like this is what I need. Uh, they're, they're measurable. This is how we'll know if we're winning. They're attainable. I don't want to ask somebody to do something they're not capable of doing, and they're, and they're personal. I mean, it needs to be – they need to be connected to what we're trying to do. They need to know why their job matters. So that, that's, the, that's the relational side. Now, if I'm on the – um, if I'm on the results – or I'm, I'm sorry, that's the results side. If, we, if I'm on the relational side – I want, to, I want to begin to demonstrate care. I want to set expectations on the results side, but I want to demonstrate care if I'm needing to work on relationships. And so if you're a heavy results person, maybe you need to do a better job at the relationship side or balance that out. We do that by demonstrating care. And I think, I think we just demonstrate care by listening to people and having conversations with them and knowing what makes them tick and making adjustments accordingly. It's, it's, it's amazing what happens when we start – when we start caring for people and delivering attention, I was actually with a group of, of engineers having dinner with them a while back. And these guys told me at, at dinner, they're like, you know, when you talk, well, I had taught them this content and was, we were talking about these concepts uh, earlier in the day at a training. And one of the guys said at dinner in front of everybody he said, you know, I didn't realize it until today, but when we focus on, on the relational side or we, or we at least value that side, it actually helps our results get better when we value the people. And he said, I've been thinking all along, let's just focus on results, results, forget about the people. And he said, uh, because of that, it was hurting the results. And so uh, that was an interesting way to look at it. But I want to encourage you to, to not just set expectations, begin to demonstrate care. You, you'll never demonstrate care unless you care. It's important for us to understand we've got so much opportunity to see a need and meet a need. It doesn't have to be really hard. And then I want to encourage you, just as we close today, to not just know your bias, but but to compensate for that and then embrace the tension. There's always going to be tension. You're going to have a hard time trying to think like other people think. You don't have to. You just need somebody else that thinks that way and bring them in and ask them what they think and you know get seek out a little coaching. Let's let's say that you're a relational person. Maybe you need somebody to help you set a goal. Uh, if you're a, depending on how relational you are, if you're a, if you're a results person, maybe you need to ask somebody else, how does this make you feel when we do this? It, it's, it's the wise leader who knows what his people thinks, knows what her people are going through, knows how they tick. And then next thing you know, you can organize your team and your team together really is better. So this idea of, in, of, of valuing results and relationships, such a powerful uh, next layer to our to our serve model, our, our five fundamental skills. Let's see the future. Let's engage and develop others. Let's reinvent continuously. Let's value results and relationships. I got one more for you. I hope you'll come back tomorrow as you continue to apply this stuff. You need a point of view for leadership. This is it. This serve model. I don't I don't think it becomes 
any any better than this. There's not, not much you can do to serve your people better than these five fundamental skills. All right, love you guys. Share with somebody. Come back tomorrow as we continue to chase greatness.